the lights! Get the lights back on! I don't want to die in the dark! Delight. Oh, I have a toy torch. It's not terribly bright, though. Quick, pass it over. I'll just charge it up with my ultrasonic screwdriver. Wow, that's incredible. It's so bright. Keep hold of the torch, Father Christmas. Now, does anyone know a back way out of here? Search me. Remind where you put your fingers. I know. I know a back way. We can get out through the kitchen. Perfect. There's a few things we'll need to pick up while we're there. Don't let the gnomes take me! Don't let them get me, Doctor! Keep that torch held up, Father Christmas! Come on, they're almost through! Running through the kitchens when I'm starving hungry. Oh, I know, me love. Perhaps you and Craig would like some sandwiches. Turkey and stuffing, of course. Now, where do they keep the bread? Come on, Grandma. You're always getting us into trouble. I'm sick of it. Oh, on second thoughts, Vera, we'd better get shifted. Oh, dash it all. Father Christmas doesn't like my cooking either. Vera, what is it with you and Craig? How do you know each other? Didn't you hear? He's my grandson. He's Craig Jundry. Blimey. If you don't mind me saying, there seems to be a bit of tension between you and Craig. Oh, he's like me. Highly strong. If only we could go back to before the war started. We had hours of fun playing Connect Four and gambling with buttons. I brought him here to Tinsel to be safe. He was going to have a lovely time. He wouldn't have had to go to school. He could sit and play with all the latest toys and be king of his own little world. Oh, Vera. There's no time for this chat. We've got to find Treacle and Brussels Sprouts urgently. What? Treacle and Brussels Sprouts. And oranges, if you can. What are you talking about, Doctor Who? Ah, there's Treacle over here. I want the sprouts. Pooey! I thought I could smell something. Ho, Ruddy, ho, ho, ho! The Nomic Army is effective en masse, but they lack finesse. Father Christmas and his little party have eluded them. 
Don't you doubt it. The doctor's with them. You'll find him a hard fish to catch. And when you do, he'll slip through a hole in the net. You'll never hook him up, no matter how much ground bait you throw in. How eloquent, young Nick. It's like the ghost of Pam is sitting on my shoulder. Perhaps we should torture him a little. I've been working on my technique. It involves him being naked. You see, Nick, Scott is a rather keen fellow when it comes to the physical side of questioning. I thought for mine to let him have his way with you. Or, perhaps you could tell me what the Doctor could possibly do against me. He's a genius. I know. He'd have to be to have discovered the secrets of time travel. Do go on. He stands up for what's right. If there's a way to stop you, he'll find it. So, he is a subversive. Sadly, I think we'll have to kill him. Where would that be you, then? Let me help you out, then. It would leave you in my hands. And my bed. The dining room! I can't believe we've made it this far! We've thrown the gnomes off the scent for now. We'll rest here and plan our attack. Our attack? What can we do against them? I'll tell you, but first, get these tables up against the doors. That's the fireplace those gnomes dragged Nick and me down all that time ago. It threw in now. That was a lovely fireplace and I had to board it all up. Those Christmas gnomes have messed up Christmas. For good. You're the one who messed things up, Father Christmas. You shouldn't be so mean to them. Now, Craig, it's hardly your granddad Christmas's fault. I'm not going to call him that. It's not my real granddaddy. Oh, great. Why don't you two cast your recriminations while those cursed gnomes plot our deaths? Death? Oh, my boy, my dude! Those gnomes are going to kill us all! Calm down, you lot. If they kill us all, it'll be your fault, Rudolph. Oh, you're always blaming Rudolph, dear. Who cares whose fault it will or won't have been? Doomed. We're all doomed. The gnomes are going to claw all our eyes out. Oh, give Rudolph a slap, Vera. Oi, I ain't no slapper. Ho, ho, ho. Dumb. I hate you, Grand. Dumb. It's so unfair. Unfair. You've all ruined Christmas. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Doc. I'm terribly sorry, Doctor Who. Yuck! And I should hope so too. You've all lost heart. You've all been selfish. You've forgotten what Christmas should all be about. Down in the mines there's a terrible, evil man who has done something appalling to the Christmas gnomes. He's got our good friend Nick. We have to stop him. But how, Doctor? Glad you asked me that, Rob. I have a plan that involves this bucket of treacle, the gnomes hats that are still lying around, these Brussels sprouts and, I'm afraid to say it, cutting off Father Christmas's beard. And it's quite the most insane plan I've ever come up with. Oh, oh, goodness gracious me! First step will be to make some fake beards. We'll need the treacle to hold them in place. We've got them! They must be in the dining hall. Excellent. We'll burst in and tear them apart. Bring down the heavy weapons. 
Ready? Aim! Do we really need to aim? We're shooting at a door at point blank range! Alright then, open fire! No, we didn't see them. We got in through the fireplace. They had already gone. Damn, damn. I hate it when they get away. If only I could find them, I'd tie them up and slowly bite them to death. Oh no, oh no, no, no. Hush, Rudolph. Come, we've been recorded to the Nova HQ. To the toy factory. I don't believe it. They think we're Christmas gnomes. Yes, Rob. I'm only sorry that it's going to take years for Father Christmas to grow his beard back. Still, we need to get right in the midst of them for phase two of my plan. Keep your hat on and be ready with the sprouts. Nick, it looks like I got you all to myself, just the way I've always wanted it. When will you learn, Scott? There's nothing between us. Nothing! We're at the heart of Kestro's operations here. He's almost ready to leave Tinsel. The enormous generator for his ship is just a few hundred meters from us, making electricity. But not as much electricity as there is between you and me. <laughs> That's your worst line yet! You don't understand what Kestro is really like. He's a man who is utterly dedicated to peace, if only people would realize. He wanted to spread peace through the galaxy, but the galaxy treated him cruelly. Are you telling me some sort of interplanetary space gandhi? Sorry, but I don't buy it. People who dress all in black leather with a big cape are always evil. Look at Darth Vader. Look at Space Commander Travis. Look at Batman. I've been very patient, but I'm at the point of giving up on you, Nick. Kestro has been a great teacher for me. And if you can't see that, then maybe we should hand you over to the Christmas gnomes. Perhaps you are a subversive. Oh my! Holy Lord Christmas Lords! Holy Lord Christmas Lords! We have been infiltrated! What the cacophonic Christmas carolers is going on? Christmas gnomes! Christmas gnomes! Come to order! Who's that on the stage? I don't know. Looks like their leader. Thanks, lads. Oh, it makes me proud to see you all standing together like this. You've gone from being a ramshackle bunch of Christmas puddings to an efficient fighting force. Revolution, brothers! Revolution! Revolution! The day we've all been waiting for is finally upon us. Kestero's nearly got his ship ready. We will expand our revolution. Soon the whole galaxy will know about us. Revolution! Well, you may cheer, but first, my brothers, we have been infiltrated. Spies are among us! We have a way of detecting these spies. Firstly, they are all slightly taller than the average Christmas gnome. Secondly, their beards are fake. Bring all the tallest gnomes to the front of the stage here, and we'll find out who's a spy by tugging their beards. We're in trouble now, Doctor Who! There's no need to push, Lovey! Stop prodding me with that! Silence! These are indeed some of the tallest Christmas gnomes I have ever seen. You will submit to having your beard tugged. You first, Patson. Ho, ho, ho. Tug all you like, my friends. My beard is as real as I am. Oh, 
That's a real beard, alright? You're clean. Next up is you. Oh dear me, don't pull to one. Ow! To my immense surprise, this gnome with large breasts has also passed the test. He must have a proper gnome beard indeed. So rude. Well, I never, I've never been so insulted. Hush it, Vera. Sorry. No, no, it's me next, isn't it? They'll know, they'll find out. There's no, they're going to kill us all. I've got to take something. Some nether bright. Got to take it. <laughs> what is this? What is going on? I see a bright light glowing from somewhere. Oh my word, my nose is glowing. Oh no, oh no, I've got to run. I've got to get out of here. Rudolph, it's Rudolph, lad. Get him. Here we go, Bill, you are not so bright. Are you ready to die tonight? <laughs> no, not Rudolph. We can't shoot Rudolph. Why on Tinsel not? Because, because, well, because you'll have to write another verse. Another verse of what? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You'll have to write a verse where he's gunned down by Christmas gnomes after infiltrating their midst. Oh, we'll just have to tie him up, I suppose. We'll shoot him later, once we've written that extra verse. Now, we've a few more beers to tug, starting with yours. I'm afraid I can't let you tug my beard, or that of my friend here. Oh really? Why not? Uh, we both have a very rare condition from working in the mines. It's called follicle mortis. If you pull our beards, we will die. It's as simple as that. I'm sorry to hear that. I suppose I'd better left you off then. Quite right too. Fancy a Brussels sprout? Don't mind if I do. Those gnomes are rather stupid. Scott, to say that I am furious would be a gross understatement. So what are we going to do? Bring Nick. We're going down to Nome HQ to sort this mess out. Oh, well done, Doctor. You've saved all our lives. Yes, Doctor Who. I'm very impressed. But what's going on with those sprouts? The sprouts are our secret weapon. We need to find a way to make every gnome in here eat a sprout. I don't see how that's going to help, Doctor. This is what I was trying to say earlier. I ran tests on the blood of the gnome we captured. I discovered that the gnome's aggression is not natural. It's caused by bacteria in their bloodstream that's sending them into an aggressive, almost psychotic rage. But the effects of the bacteria can be counteracted by introducing Brassica oleracea into their bloodstreams through the lining of their stomach cavities. Doctor, don't you bamboozle me with your high-tech sci-fi flimflam again! What do you mean? We can cure the gnomes by feeding them Brussels sprouts. What? What are you talking about? Don't you see, Vera? The sprouts will get rid of the bacteria that's making the gnomes so leery. Perhaps if you wrote it down, I'll see if I've got my specs somewhere here in the handbag. Vera! The Christmas gnomes are evil. The Brussels sprouts are full of Christmas goodness. More than anything else on the Christmas table. We have to get them to eat sprouts so they become good. That sounds pretty straightforward to me. Why didn't you say so in the first place? Up on the stage, it's Kistero. Doctor! Doctor! I know you're here somewhere, hiding amongst the gnomes. Show yourself! No response from the subversive, much as I suspected. That's good news for Scott. He'll be able to torture Nick here as much as he likes. Don't listen to him, Doctor. I'll be okay. You have missed your chance, Doctor. 
The next time you see Vic, he'll be little more than slagging Clinker. And more slagging Clinker, I'll bet. No! Wait! I'm here, Castero. Excellent. Come with me, Doctor. I have something to show you. Us! Us! When are we going to start killing? When are we gonna spread the gnome revolution? Very soon. Make sure all the gnomes are armed. Soon, Tinsel will go down in history. Nick, thank goodness you're all right. I'm not in too bad a way, Doctor. I wish I hadn't lost my shirt, though. It's absolutely brass monkeys. Here, you can wear my hat. That should keep some of the heat in. Welcome to my home, Doctor. Or at least the place I've been calling home for the last year. You've made quite a pile for yourself, haven't you? Are all these presents for you? Of course. These are the famous toys of Tinsel. This planet doesn't produce simple wooden trains or even plastic cars. These toys are full of complicated electronics, amongst other resources. Resources that can be turned to weaponry. That's all very well, but what are these weapons for? Why are you doing all this? He reckons himself some kind of grand force for peace, Doctor. I am, or was, the defence agent for the Calrexian colonies. Our worlds have been pushed around by the other powers in the galaxy. We've had raids, criminals, undesirables from all over the galaxy descend on us. It is my duty to ensure that our people can live in safety, in security. So instead of using diplomacy and trade to provide this security, you want to bully all your neighbours into submission? And you'll use the Christmas gnomes to do this? The gnomes are genetic constructs, grown in vats. Their numbers can be multiplied enormously quickly. They would finally allow us to fulfil our dream that Calrexia would be a system of peace. It's not a question of bullying, Doctor. You have a very naive galactic view. Naive, perhaps? Tell me, what is a man as important as a defence minister doing skulking round here on Tinsel? So that's it then. The Doctor's gone. We're up to our waist and killer Christmas gnomes and all we've got are these sprouts. Yeah, these sprouts. Don't you remember what Doctor Who said, dear? We could do something to help him. He saved Rudolph after all. But what can we do? Oh, for heaven's sake. Look, Father Christmas, are you going to help me give sprouts to all these Christmas gnomes? I haven't been much help so far. I only hope it's not too late to redeem myself. Let's go ho ho! There was an accident and I crash landed here on Tinsel. I saw these disenfranchised Christmas notes and I believe I have found a good use for them. All I had to do was plant the seed of an idea. The idea of a revolution. Wait a second, Castro. That doesn't add up. I thought you landed here for the same reason as me. Because of the war. The war. It's the cause of everything that's happened here. Vera and Craig were made refugees because of the war. Tinsel has become a shadow of its former self because of the war. The war has brought shame and misery on the whole galaxy. More importantly, you promised me riches and power, Castro. You better be prepared to fulfil that promise. Sounds to me like you haven't got what it takes. You imbecile, Scott. You are nothing! 
ship was damaged in combat, Doctor. I was being hunted down by my own government. They had invented some trumped-up war crimes. They wanted to get rid of me! But when I return with the Christmas notes, Calrexia will become the supreme power of the galaxy! And I shall be at its head. Security. Peace for our people. It's the only way. It was you. Castero, you plunged this galaxy into war. You are a subversive doctor, a political agitator, a rogue element. I'm sorry, but you have to die. What about you? Would you like a sprout? Oh, thanks. I'm famished. We haven't had anything to eat for hours. Rob! Rob! I'm all out of sprouts. What about Vera? I had to explain it to her again, but she got the hang of it in the end. She's a lovely lass, you know. Oh, she is indeed. I've only got a couple of sprouts left, but I think we've been round all the gnomes. Well, I am slightly concerned though, Rob. Doctor Who had no time to test his ideas out. What if the sprouts don't do anything? I've got faith in the Doctor. Like, millions upon millions of children have got faith in you, Father Christmas. We've got to believe in him! Then there's only one way to find out if your faith is justified, young man. I know. I'll take my beard off. Hey! Christmas gnomes! I'm not really a gnome! I'm not the cow! You can call me naive, but you can't fool me. You've got no interest in peace. You're nothing but a murderer, Castero. Maybe, but he's also a winner. What are you going to do, Doctor? I'm going to stick with the winning side. Don't be too sure, Scott. If I know the Doctor, he's got an ace up his sleeve. I am not a murderer. I am the only hope that my people have got. You have tested my patience to its limits, Doctor. Patience? Your patience extends about as far as a small rubber band. I am tired of having to deal with people like you. So sanctimonious, so self-righteous. So sickeningly smug. If you're going to kill me, you might as well get on with it. Your boring rhetoric is giving me a headache. Doctor, no! Kestro's got a gun! Quite right. It's time that another barrier to peace will grow Goodbye, Doctor! Hello, Doctor! Vera! It's you! It's us! So this is the gentleman who's been causing all the trouble? Father Christmas, so nice of you to join the party. I like the short beard look. Very stylish, Santa. Santa? That's Father Christmas to you, Sonny. Ho 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 ho! I know who's been naughty or nice. I'm Kistero. You've been very, very naughty. Oh, what a shame. But I've already got all the presents I want. Ho ho ho! Your army of gnomes? Perhaps you should have another look at them. What do you mean? Come on in, lads! Merry Christmas, Mr. Castaro! We love you. We think you're smashing. Come here and have a no-mug. In fact, let's all get together and have a great big no-group hug. Don't love hugs. No! No! This cannot be! Now, Mr. Castero, you should really try to be a bit nicer. It doesn't hurt to smile, you know. 
perhaps he'd like a kiss. Got some mistletoe here. Get away from me, you freaks. Scott, let's get out of here. Right behind you. Oh, just a little peck. I wouldn't do any more than that. I'm married. Love isn't a big enough word for what we feel. Love it turns with covering better. For heaven's sake, Scott, close the ramp. He's getting away, Doctor. We'll have to get away quickly too. That ship's going to make a mess of this toy factory when it takes off. Let's get you out of these chains. About blinking time. Now come on everybody, run! We're getting out of here. No, it looks like they all got away. Damn bad luck. I'll be back for those freaks, though. You you still want to use the Christmas notes? I've got a few hundred of them in cold storage here on the ship. No, when I come back to Tinsel, I intend to pulverise the entire miserable ball of rock. Rock and roll! This is going to be a Christmas day to remember! Thanks, Father Christmas! You really know how to put out a Christmas spread. And this Christmas jumper is superb! Nice and warm! Ho ho ho! I like the pattern, Nick! Lots of Christmas gnomes! These gnomes are so much more festive now they've got work to do, putting the toy factory back together. It's like they're walking in a winter wonderland! All you need to do is keep feeding them sprouts to get Castero's bacteria out of their little systems. It might not make them too pleasant to be around, but at least they won't go on another psychotic rampage. Oh, thank you, Doctor Who. You have saved Tinsel and Christmas itself. Yes, but the cost was high. All those reindeer. Even Rudolph has developed a phobia of the gnomes. Oh, it's terribly sad about them, but things could have been a lot worse. You know, you made me realise that I've been a terribly selfish old Father Christmas. What do you mean? Ah, Nick. I wanted Tinsel to compete. I wanted to be a winner. That's why I sacked the Christmas gnomes in the first place, and that's what led to this whole sorry mess. If only I remembered the spirit of Christmas. I think I understand. Christmas isn't about presents or raking in cash or grabbing what you can for yourself. Then what is Christmas about? Celebrating Jesus' birthday? Christmas is about family and friends. It's a time to be together and celebrate. Oh, Doctor, I've been selfish too, and it's Craig who's suffered for it. Oh, poor Craig. Oh, poor, 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 poor Craig. Oh, my Craig, oh, my poor... I'm all right, Grandma! Oh, let me give you a big hug. Craig, come here! (coughs) Help, Vera! I am sorry, and you were right. I do love you. Father Christmas, you really are the jolliest fellow I've ever known. 
but I love you too. Oh, I promise to make it up to you. And we'll send young Craig to a proper school too. We don't want him growing up all spoiled. Besides, I can't run Tinsel forever. One day, Craig, you may have to take charge and learn the magical secrets of Father Christmas. Oh, really? Wow! I think that's a wonderful idea. You're going to have a lot of work ahead of you, Father Christmas. Why is that, Doctor? The galaxy is still in turmoil. It would be easy for someone like Castero or Scott to start another war. What the people need is a symbol of hope. Something to bring them together. What better symbol could they have than a Christmas planet spreading joy and happiness throughout the cosmos? It's a great responsibility, but I think you'll have a lot of fun on the way. Ho ho ho! Oh, we certainly will. Let's get this Christmas party started. Always in the mangers, for a bed. All the little Lord Jesus always asleep on the bed. All the stars in the bright sky, oh, they look down where he lay. Because the little Lord Jesus is asleep in the air. some party, ain't it? Apart from mulled wine. I can't stand mulled wine. Hey, you think that Father Christmas and Vera will be alright? I'm sure they will be. At least for a while. Vera will keep Father Christmas on his toes. So where will we be going next, Doctor Who? Somewhere there's adventure. Hang on, what did you call me? <laughs> he just called you your name. Doctor Who. Don't call me that. Sorry, Doctor Who. <laughs> Doctor Who, Doctor Who, Doctor Who. If one more person says Doctor Who, they can stay here on Tinsel with Vera. If we say what? I don't think you're getting me that way either. And incidentally, a Merry Christmas to all of you at home. Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs>